0: Hey everyone, Matt Straub welcoming you to the Roto-World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is Friday, July 31st, and we actually have real NBA basketball to discuss. A very exciting day in the world of sports. Basketball is back. Steve Alexander never went anywhere. He's here. Steve, how are you, man?
1: I am well. Doing very well. (laughs) I didn't really get to watch the end of... The Jazz Pelicans game because the Clippers starting lineup came out literally like two or three minutes before that game was set to start. So I was blurbing. Ah, you're
0: blurbing. And so we're recording this right after the Pelicans Jazz game ended. Pretty exciting game there, Steve. We're going to talk about that for a minute. We're going to also get into a Friday DFS preview in a little bit. But First of all, I mean, what what were your reactions to? Uh, it's so weird to see an actual sanctioned NBA basketball contest.
1: Yeah, man, it was cool. <laughs> I uh, I got so fired up. I called Direct TV today and ordered a, another receiver for my office because I need to be able to watch baseball and basketball at the same time.
0: You can stream. Streaming is allowed. You could uh, stream the League Pass. Yeah, I'm old, dude. I don't do that. <laughs> So, what were your takeaways from that game? I, I mean, we saw Zion Williamson play 15 minutes, 13 points, basically nothing else. I guess no huge surprise that they had him on, on very heavy minutes restrictions there.
1: How many games will we ever see again with Zion Williamson having zero rebounds?
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not a lot. Probably not a lot. Zero boards, one assist for Zion there was a sequence Steve where he caught an alley-oop and I think a second later almost grabbed a steal in the backcourt and would have been on a breakaway that would have been pretty sweet I I almost got out of my chair for a second there
1: yeah he just didn't he he looked like he was uh missing some some zip tonight he only played 15 minutes like you said he was kind of questionable coming into this game he's been out for personal reasons I'm sure his conditioning is not where it needs to be right now so they're Taking baby steps with Zion. He was a minus 16 tonight. That was a little rough. Other thoughts? Derek Favors played 28 minutes. I'm not sure I ever noticed him on the basketball court one time. Uh, Lonzo Ball shot a blistering 2 of 13 from the field. 0 of 4 from downtown. And he missed both of his free throws and had three turnovers. So he hurt us. He had a rough one. He hurt us uh, if we used him in DFS like I did.
0: He did have six rebounds, seven assists, and two steals, but that is not the line you were hoping for. And it's funny because we've been talking up his jump shot relentlessly. How much better it
1: looks. He looks amazing, yada, yada, yada. Not not so much. And then at the end of the game, Brandon Ingram, who hit seven of 20 shots tonight, kind of waved off a wide-open J.J. Redick and decided to launch a contested three of his own which I think it went in and out and the game was over. The Pelicans lost the game they really needed to win. They were in control they, the, they were in control of this game throughout most most of it. They were up 10 or 11 points for most of it. The Jazz made a comeback, took the lead for the first time since the first quarter with like 4 minutes left in the game and outscored the Pelicans by 10 in the fourth quarter to steal a 2-point win. So, I would have let jj reddick shoot that shot he's been hot he was super hot in his last exhibition game hit some big shots tonight uh he had seven of 15 tonight with three of eight threes made all four of his free throws had 21 points he looked pretty good i sort of like brandon ingram telling everyone to get the hell out of the way
0: uh i know he didn't shoot great tonight but every time i looked up he looked great man and i kind of like him asserting himself as the man on that team I'm a big Brandon Ingram guy, though. I am, too, but I don't one. need I've him. I've become sh- one. I wasn't one before the season, but he's really made me a believer. I really like him.
1: No, I like him a lot, too, but I, I still, if I was Brandon Ingram and I had a choice between me shooting a contested three and J.J. Redick shooting an open three with a game on the line, I mean, I, that's what Reddick does. You know, that's Yeah, I agree. He should have passed, passed the ball. To Redick that's, there. That's, I'm, st- I'm, I'm not backing down on that one.
0: <laughs> uh, carry on. You were going to say about the Jazz.
1: Oh, so on the Jazz side of things, Royce O'Neal had a nice game. 12 points, 9 boards, a couple steals, a couple threes. Very quietly, he was tough to notice out there.
0: Royce O'Neal is the good kind of, you didn't even notice him. Derek Favors is the bad kind of, you didn't even yes, notice him. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Rudy Gobert got scratched in the eyeball and went to the bench for a while. I was a little nervous that I was going to have to write up an injury blur, but that was not the case. He came back Oof. in the game. He was fine. Uh, our man Mike Conley is back, baby. Twenty points, four assists, two threes. Played pretty well. Horse Joe champion in- Mike Conley. Horse champion Mike Conley. In case you forgot, Joe Ingles actually had a decent game. That was weird. He did have four fouls and five turnovers, yes. but he shot over fifty percent. He hit a three, had a couple steals, scored thirteen points. Spider Man uh, Donovan Mitchell got off to a slow start, but he kind of turned it on. Near the end, and I uh, finished with twenty-five and five, three steals, a block, and two threes. So, Donovan Mitchell racked it up tonight. And then my guy Jordan Clarkson, who I've kind of been hyping a little bit because I feel like he's just in a better spot than Joe Ingles right now. And Clarkson hit eight of seventeen with a three and scored twenty-three points with two steals, three assists, and five boards. So that was nice to see. That helped my Fanduel situation out. Helped make up for the Lonzo Ball miscue.
0: Clarkson, despite getting crushed by Myers Leonard in a beer chugging, shotgunning <laughs> contest, does em- does look really good on the court.
1: Embarrassing loss.
0: Conley really really stood out to me. You already mentioned him, but he looks good. Twenty points. Did you say a stat line already? Yeah. Oh, you did say
1: it. Well, four. Yeah, four times. But yeah, he looks he looks rejuvenated, man. Absolutely.
0: So. That is our immediate reaction to the first game back. Lakers-Clippers is getting set to tip off right now, Steve. We're going to stay on the line for the entire game. Uh, No, we're not. We're going to get out of here and go on to our Friday DFS preview in a second here. Obviously, check back on rotoworld.com for all the write-ups on that Lakers-Clippers game. Steve, any thoughts before we move on to this DFS preview? I'm ready to get to it let's move on to friday night and i think we're mostly going to focus on players who come in with relatively low salaries steve i'm gonna start at point guard what are your thoughts on dj augustine at 4300 with markel fultz probably likely to be on a minute's limit are you feeling that one and these are fan salaries by the way
1: uh yes i do like dj augustine the whole markel fultz shutdown uh, minutes limit, out of the bubble thing, makes DJ Augustine a viable play. And he's he's a certainly a value play. Now, personally, I'm probably going to spend a ton of money on point guards tonight. Luka is the most expensive player on FanDuel on top of Giannis and James Harden, which is inter- interesting, but I mean, Houston doesn't really play defense, so I'm probably going to spend a ton of money on point guards. But if I'm not going to spend a ton of money on my point guards dj augustine looks like a great value play I, I like the fact you picked him out
0: yeah i agree with you i think this is a position to consider spending big because you look at some of the other names i mean you've got you've got tyler johnson who's now with the nets for 4100 i mean he had an interesting scrimmage for the nets recently his first game with the nets at 17 points in 18 minutes but that seems tough to count on
1: also matt i did screw up because luca is listed as a shooting guard. So yes. you can play DJ Augustine and not really worry about it If you want to make sure you get Luca, So,
0: But you know it's funny because you talked me into You steered me in the direction I was already heading Which I think I will spend big on point guard Because I'm looking at
1: Derek White at 5200 I don't feel great about that You know I think Derek White has a good chance of going off tonight Pairing Augustine and White and spending all the rest of your money everywhere else I could get on board with that uh, but I also really like Ja Morant a lot. Playing against Portland, I feel like Ja Morant is going to come into this thing and just go off because he's so young and now he's not tired anymore. He's completely healthy. He has kind of a chip on his shoulder. I feel like I think Ja Morant's going to go crazy. I'm not opposed to running Deer and Fox out there either. Those are two like you know high to mid price point guards, but. Just point guard in the NBA now, I feel like for DFS, like if your point guards don't do what you need them to do, you're probably not going to win. So I, I kind of right. like investing my money in point guards.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And just speaking of Derek White, he obviously is a guy who can go off. His last game before the shutdown back in March, he went for fourteen points, seven boards, 9 assists, 2 steals, 4 blocks. So he certainly has it in him. It's really hard to predict when those big games are coming, but he is
1: a guy who could throw down a monster line. Do you feel like Popovich is kind of thrown in the towel and he's more like, I'm just gonna let the kids go out and run, or do you feel like he's gonna go in and try to win? That's a
0: great question. And I think it's gonna transition us to shooting guard because I did notice that Lonnie Walker is sitting out there at 3,800 on FanDuel. And he is a guy who has been getting some run during the scrimmages. No telling what's gonna happen once the games actually matter whether Popovich will actually trust him.
1: But at 3,800, it seems like it's tough to say no, isn't it? 3,800 for Lonnie. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like Pop is going to run with the kids. I like Derek White. I like Lonnie Walker. They don't have a power forward to speak of right now, which puts Jakob Pertle into play. You know, Ryan, is it Ryan's guy? Yeah. yeah um, yes. So, yeah, I, I feel like if you're at the end of your lineup and you've got thirty eight, thirty nine hundred 3,900 bucks left, I think Lonnie Walker is a good. Good flyer to take.
0: Jakob Pertl is Ryan's guy to the point that when I think about Ryan and like the mental image that comes to mind is not Ryan, it's Jakob Pertl. I just it's a Jakob
1: up. Pertl <laughs> Scherzi. all you can see.
0: Staying at shooting guard, you and I both separately came to the conclusion that Dylan Brooks at 4,300 is quite an intriguing option.
1: I like Dylan Brooks at 4,300 playing against that Portland D, which is not stellar. And the other guy, speaking of Portland, that I'm super intrigued by and may end up rolling with before all is said and done is Gary Trent uh, yes. filling in for Trevor Ariza. He's 3,700 bucks. I kind of like Trent more than I like Lonnie Walker.
0: I think I it when when it all comes down to it. Now I don't know how it is for you setting DFS lineups. Lots of times I'll set one that is great and then completely ruin it about five minutes later but i could certainly see myself having a first draft of dylan brooks and gary trent jr at shooting guard
1: yeah i'm gonna have luca for sure i think Luca's gonna triple double and light up J- jimmy harden for sure tonight. uh so i'm gonna go luca all the way but i right now i've got dylan brooks in there but i i think i'm gonna change that up to gary trent probably
0: Dylan Brooks was kind of on fire before the season stopped. His last eight games, he was averaging 19 points per game. But the rest of his stats really weren't doing a lot. 2.8 boards, 1.3 assists, no defensive stats to speak of,
1: plus two turnovers a game. And Dylan Brooks is a guy that he's done, he teases us constantly. Like, he started off the last season, not this year, but the year before. Like, I think his first eight games, he just went nuts. He was scoring like 25 a game and and putting up like ridiculous numbers, and then he's just sort of faded away. He's like a guy that in season long, he's a good use of like a late round pick, but I just don't think there's, like you said, there's not enough upside there to make him one of your DFS stalwarts. Like, I, I just feel like Gary Trent has so much more potential.
0: Yeah, Gary Trent again, 3,700 for Friday night on FanDuel. I'm going to test you, Steve, before we move on from shooting guard. We've got Karis Lavert at 8,200. That's 200 more then one Devin Booker. Are you really gonna spend the extra two hundred to upgrade from Booker to Levert?
1: No. <laughs> I'm not. I'd rather I think I'd rather have Booker. Plus Orlando's defense, there's a big red sixth next to um Karis Levert's name for his opponent. So that's that's not good. You want those numbers to be green. You want them to be high. They have a chance to double team and, and try to lock Karis LeVert down the whole game. So this is not the right time to use Karis LeVert, especially if he's going to cost you 200 more bucks than Devin Booker or almost $1,000 more than, 800 more than C.J. McCollum.
0: And by the way, that game starts at 2.30 Eastern today, that, that Magic Nets game. I feel like you got to do the full-day slate, don't you, for the
1: first big day of games? You have to. You do. The question is, will will we be awake before that game starts? Like, that's <laughs> I, I we- hope to be. I'm on West Coast time here, son. <laughs> All
0: right, let's look at small forwards. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. comes in at 4600 This is a guy we've talked about a lot recently and even more before that. Are you in or out at that salary?
1: I wrote about Troy Brown quite a bit in Daily Dose yesterday, and I feel good about Troy Brown Jr. Uh, better than I have in a while, mainly because – Most of his teammates are not playing. so Uh, And that last line he put up in the exhibition season, it was full of steals and blocks and threes and all kinds of fantasy goodness. I'm feeling me some Troy Brown.
0: There's a couple other names that really caught my eye here among small forwards. Daniel House, uh, friend of the podcast. (laughs) He's not aware he's a friend of the podcast, but he is. 4,000 with no Eric Gordon. I think there's a lot to like there. Isaac Bonga.
1: Friend of the podcast
0: has <laughs> been talked of a lot by Scott Brooks.
1: Thirty six hundred man. The
0: Isaac Bonga jersey is definitely in play. By the way, oh. that's absolutely in play. And Steve, here we go. As far as intriguing goes, Jonathan Isaac, thirty five hundred for Friday afternoon. Oh,
1: thirty five hundred dollars.
0: Thirty five hundred. It's the first game of the day at two thirty. He's questionable as of this recording could have a minutes limit but we saw him go off in 7 minutes on uh d- just the other day so let's say Isaac is on like a 15 18 minute limit he's a guy who could get some steals and blocks
1: and could easily hit value at a 3500 salary he could easily hit value and i will correct you when you said he may be on a minutes limit he will absolutely be on a hard <laughs> <laughs> minutes limit. It could be like they 10. might just cut it.
0: They might just cut him loose and play him thirty-five minutes. No, yeah, you're it right. It could be correcting.
1: ten. Like he could, he could be locked into ten minutes. And I, even at thirty-five hundred bucks, I don't know that I can that I can do that. As good as he looked the other night, the chances of him repeating that in a real game, I don't feel like they're they're that great. I'd rather spend a hundred dollars more and go with Isaac Bonga. I would rather spend a hundred dollars more and go with James Enos. I would actually, I think the guy I'm going to roll with that you haven't brought up yet is my guy, Mikael Bridges, who kind of tore it up in Exhibition for Phoenix and playing against that Washington Wizards defense, $5,300. I feel really good about Mikhail Bridges tonight, and that's probably who I'm going to roll with.
0: Bridges was playing well before the season stopped it's funny i feel funny saying that because does it even mean anything you know what i mean Dude, it was four months four and a half months ago but his his final five weeks or so before the season stopped 12 and a half points 4.4 4 boards 2.6 assists 1.6 deals 0. 0.9 blocks so i do like the defense from bridges he's playing a ton of minutes before the season stopped I don't mind that I don't think I'm going to do it I don't think I'm going to pay that 5300 But, mm-hmm. but I can see why you're doing it I, I like will it. tell
1: you that I like all the guys that we talked about starting with Troy Brown Jr. and down from there better than uh, Harry Barnes at 4800 bucks. you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't <laughs> buy my entry into a FanDuel contest and have me pick Harry Barnes tomorrow or tonight <laughs> I don't think
0: well, we may put that to the test as the time as the hour gets near. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's look at some power forwards. Robert Covington is sitting out there at fifty eight hundred. I am intrigued.
1: Yeah, and the whole Eric Gordon missing from the Rockets thing is going to definitely impact Robert Covington. And it's going to impact Westbrook. It's going to impact Harden, and it's going to impact House. All those guys. So. Th- that, again, is intriguing to me with Robert Covington. I'm going cheaper than Robert okay. Covington, but I do like that thought thought process. And I don't think Dallas really... I mean, the, prob- the only reason Dallas is not more uh, favored to do well in the playoffs is because they don't play defense. So that works in Covington's favor also.
0: Well, absolutely, and I probably will end up going cheaper too, but Covington in the month-plus that he played for Houston, just to remind people, has averaged 12.8 points, 7.9 boards, 1.1 steals, and 2.5 blocks. So that's fun times right there.
1: Fantasy gold. But
0: fantasy I'm also going to go cheaper, Steven, and, and you and I both separately decided we like one Nemanja Bjelica at 4.500. Aha.
1: Friend of the podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> or actually friend of mine. We are personal friends. <laughs> We play golden tea together every Thursday night. Uh, play like three games. It's super competitive, it's super fun. Drink a couple beers. Super
0: super excited about it.
1: Yeah, we have we have the best time together. Me and me and uh, But yeah, I, I love Bealitsa. Obviously, Marvin Bagley is out. He's hurt. They're playing against the Spurs. Bealitsa loves to shoot threes. He loves to get rebounds. He's tall enough. He can block shots. He has the potential to, you know, talk about somebody with upside. He's got the potential to have, a, you know, 25 or 30 points scoring-wise in a game, and then you add the other stuff to it, and it's it's all gravy. But he also has the potential to go out and shoot 3 of 11 and score 6 points with 2 rebounds. So,
0: Absolutely, and another guy who could do those very same things but also has just huge upside. This is the play at Power Forward that jumps out at me. Is Rashawn Holmes thirty nine hundred on FanDuel? We got a blurb on Roto World from, according to James Ham of NBC Sports, no minutes restriction for Rashawn Holmes. Luke Walton's talked him up. I think that's a must.
1: Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> for some reason, I I have a hang-up with Rashawn Holmes, and I don't know what it is, but everybody loved him so much, and it, so much of his value hinges on his shooting percentages. I need volume, man. I want I want somebody who's got a chance to go in there and score a bunch of points. And I just don't feel like Rashawn Holmes is that guy. I think he's going to be chalky. I think a lot of people are going to be all over him. I'm probably not going there. I'm probably going to roll with my man, Bielitsa, and, and your guy, Rui Hachimura, from the Washington Wizards. Uh, okay. Those two, to me... Feel like better plays than Rashawn Holmes. I and I I may be insane, so
0: uh, you know, no, I mean, I think you raise valid concerns about Rashawn Holmes, but you don't need a ton of fantasy points for 3,900. You know, he gets 20, he gets 25 FanDuel points. You are very happy. That's true. Do you have any other power forwards you want to mention before we move on to the final position?
1: I don't accept that at 3,500 bucks playing against the Washington Wizards for some reason, Frank Kaminsky catches my eye a little bit. Like, I I don't know why. I just feel like um, he was playing more in exhibition season than I thought he would, and he seemed to have a bigger role than I thought he would. You know, if I was down to needing a $3,500 power forward, I might roll the dice on Kaminsky, but I wouldn't feel great about it.
0: No, you wouldn't. Let's move on to center's. Yusuf Nurkic, seventy-two hundred. That's that's not enough to necessarily scare me away, but there's certainly no real discount there.
1: There is no discount at all, especially when Jared Allen, without DeAndre Jordan, is sitting there at sixty-seven hundred, five hundred dollars cheaper. Now, he is going up against Orlando, which Vooch, for some reason, shuts down opposing center, supposedly. But I like Jared Allen better. Um, I like Brooke Lopez better. I'm, I'm not. I, I can't spend 7200 bucks on Nurk his first his first day back in school, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And what was Brooke Lopez?
1: Brolo's $5,000. $2,200 less.
0: That's pretty strong. I, I like that. Center is tough on Friday. It's tough. Uh, Ryan Kanaus, I mean Jakob Purtle is forty two hundred. I think I could convince myself to do that and then be horribly upset about it after the fact. Uh <laughs> the other names that caught my eye, I mean Mo Wagner thirty seven hundred, Bond thirty six hundred.
1: Bobon for thirty six, man. I mean that's but they I mean, Houston plays small, they run, Dallas is gonna run. I don't know if the, I don't know if that's the right Boban game.
0: Yeah, it might not be. Might not be. That's may not call. be the
1: right the right night for Boban, but I mean, he was playing a lot in exhibition season. There's a lot of video out there of him and Lucas screwing around together. Like everybody loves Boban. Mike Gallagher loved him some Boban, and I I kind of love Boban too, but I don't think that's the right night.
0: You're not feeling me. that bold. I understandable. Thomas Bryant, by the way, 5300. I think a little higher than I was expecting for night one.
1: Yeah, coming off what he's you know, coming off the injury, and he hasn't played much in so long, and even in the exhibition season, he was sort of on weird minute count, and I kind of feel like locking into Jared Allen and just letting him rip. This whole missing DeAndre Jordan, uh, I wouldn't say that Jared Allen is missing DeAndre Jordan, but the whole thing with Jordan being out just makes Jared Allen look really good.
0: That's a good call. I I like that. I mean, I don't feel great. About, I don't feel great about this position, regardless. I think you either, you've talked me into Jared Allen or Brooke Lopez.
1: How about Hassan Whiteside being the number one center? I would
0: play him if he hadn't been, you know, recently on minutes limits, etc. I'd be too scared to put that into my lineup.
1: I mean, I don't even know if he's going to start. It's hard to say. But
0: it is not hard to say that it's risky coming off the minutes limit to make him, you know, one of the most expensive players in your lineup, and then watch him go off. But I'm not going to do it
1: i'm not i'm not doing it here Vooch is probably the safest play Nikola Vooch. yeah
0: i agree i like 8, that
1: Eighty-three hundred 8, bucks but you know you know he's gonna go off
0: we will be back on tuesday to break down the weekend's action and look ahead to the rest of the week so join us for that don't forget to subscribe to sean apple podcast spotify wherever you listen take a moment to rate and review us as well thanks to all of you for listening Uh, Thanks to my son for making a bunch of noise in the background. (laughs) Uh, Steve, thanks for joining me. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Okay.